0: Everybody. Welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us for another episode. If you would like to support us
1: on Patreon, you can head to patreon.com/slash young and wife up. We have bonus episodes, you get early access to all of our main episodes. We have video chats, exclusive merch, recommendation links, and there's going to be a ton of links. There's going to be a link for everything that we talk about today. So if you want to get those links and you don't want to have to go and search Google for every little thing that we say or keep notes, head to our Patreon, become a supporter, and you'll get access to all of that and so much more.
0: Also, if you are more of a visual person, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch and listen rather than just Listen on whatever podcast platform that you prefer. Um, We, I think a lot of people don't know we have a YouTube channel. So if that is your jam, go to our YouTube channel. Obviously, it's just the name of our podcast. Um, Subscribe over there. Comment, um, like our videos, share them. And we would love to see more of you guys over on that platform.
1: Awesome. So today we're going to be talking about our winter favorites. So for the past couple months that Marcella was on maternity leave, I was doing my monthly favorites on Patreon as a blog post. So if you want to know everything that I've been loving from August to December, (laughs) then head to our Patreon to check all those blog posts out. But now we are bringing our favorites back to the podcast, and we're going to be talking about everything that we've been loving this winter, Everything we've been watching, listening to, cooking, enjoying, sipping on, I'm excited. Let's get into it, starting with book. So I read a couple really good books this past winter season, but I'd say that my favorite one was The Well of Ascension. By Brandon Sanderson and it is the second book in the Mistborn trilogy and I am absolutely devouring this trilogy now. I had kind of a slow start. I had a slow start because I was like competing with Dracula at the same time so I was kind of splitting my attention but now all of my fiction attention has been given to the Cosmere. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Marcella has also read, read, read The Well of Ascension and it is so good. It is amazing. The last part of the book was the best part of it for me. It is a fantasy series and it is so good. Please look up trigger warnings. It's violent. Um, There's some other things, but it's a fairly clean series. Um, And if you want uh, a good fantasy without all of the porn, uh, Brandon Sanderson (laughs) is a good place to start. And both Marcel and I are in the middle of his third book in the trilogy called Hero of Ages. And I'm also devouring that right now. So yeah. it'll be a competition to see who finishes first. I have my money on you because I just like get so distracted by books. So we'll see. What was your favorite thing to read this season?
0: Um, so I finally finished up the Wing Feather saga by Andrew Peterson, and I had started this series quite a while ago but I started like the first I think it was the first two books I read the physical copies from my library and then we ended up moving and I like took a really long break from it and I tried reading the third book from our now current library and I just could not I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish it before um we had Liam and so I ended up taking it back I didn't end up finishing the physical copy but in the lord's providence the um audiobooks became available on libby which they weren't for i mean up until now they haven't been i know that they are on audible but i just Mm -hmm. i didn't have an audible subscription at that point so i had no access to them so then I ended up being able to finish um the last there's four books total I was able to finish the third and fourth book with the audiobook which I much prefer now that I've um listened to them the author narrates them and he does a really good job with it and it's just very enjoyable to listen to and the story itself it's just it's very wholesome um like good standing morals like it's just like overall a really great story. Um, characters are really good. And it's like, it's, I think it's just it's meant for like middle school, junior, high age, but it's it's just like an easy listening, like just wholesome story and adventure. And it's just like, I can't wait until my boys are older and I read it to them because there are just so many. Oh, it's just it's so good. And I highly recommend reading it if you're, if you like fiction, um, it is fantasy. And if you want something that's not quite as intense as like a Brandon Sanderson (laughs) situation, it is much easier to keep up with than like the, you know, that sort of (laughs) side of, um, fiction. So yeah, really, really, really good.
1: Cool. I also enjoyed the wing feather. The first book in the Wing Feather Saga, and then I ended up buying the rest of them because I was just like, "I you know that we're gonna need. I these.
0: am waiting for you to keep reading those, okay. after so. I finished
1: Miss Born Trilogy, I'll take a break from the Cosmere and head over to Wing wow. Feather Saga. Finish that, <laughs> and then I'll go back to yes. Brandzers. <laughs> Yes. I'm all over the place. Okay. So what I've been listening to the most this winter season is the Ancestral Kitchen podcast. So I typically listen to the Wise Tradition podcast for all my Weston A. Price Ancestral Diet stuff, but I was kind of neat, wanting something more conversational too. And so I stumbled upon the Ancestral Kitchen podcast and I Absolutely love it. Those women are so sweet and so like comforting to listen to. It's two mm-hmm. friends that I've never met in person And one lives in the UK and the other one lives in the States and they zoom with each other and they talk about what they've been eating and different elements of the ancestral diet. It's very inspiring and very attainable. They had a recent two part, I believe, episode talking about how to save money or to eat the ancestral diet kind of on a budget. And I feel like Mm -hmm. one of these days you and I are going to have to buckle down and talk about how we've been eating and everything lately. Um, but yeah, highly recommend the ancestral kitchen podcast. But before you listen to them, I'd say get all your education underway with the wise traditions podcast, which was one of your favorite podcasts this season. So why don't you go ahead?
0: Yeah. So it does cover a lot of like Weston A. Price. I guess, nutritional principles and that sort of thing, Um, very helpful because it just, it covers such a wide um, variety, just like such an array of topics when it comes to nutrition. They have a lot of experts in the field that come in and do interviews and that sort of thing. And it's just very educational and very helpful. Um, And uh, yeah, I've been listening to it for a while now, but i It was just, like, just so happened to be one of my top ones. And then another one is The Simple Farmhouse Life, which is Farmhouse on Boone, um, Lisa Bass. And uh, I really love her podcast, especially the episodes that she does where she talks about how she works her kitchen and, like, her pantry and, like, all the – it's just, like, very – she's just very go-with-the-flow, and that is, like, what I would, like, like to aim to be. Um at some point I'm getting better at it. Um obviously it takes she has so many more years of experience than I do but I just really like how she makes cooking from scratch so much more attainable. It doesn't have to be as structured in order for it to be good and um delicious and healthy and nutritious or what we would consider to be healthy and nutritious. Um it doesn't have to be complicated in order for it to like sustain your family and for what it needs to be and still be like a delight you know to be working in the kitchen and feeding your family and all that stuff so and she also like covers other topics as well other homemaking things like she like sometimes talks about gardening or like sewing or like she has like she's so talented in so many different areas of homemaking but her, I think her main niche is the kitchen stuff like that is more so what she's known for And I just like love her insight about how she runs her kitchen well. So,
1: yes, fully agree. Love her podcast, love her blog, love her YouTube channel. She's just, yeah, (laughs) the queen of homemaking in my eyes. (laughs) She's never screwed me wrong. (laughs) Okay, moving on to something that we watched. So, I actually changed my answer literally like right now because I was originally going to say, Sense and Sensibility because I rewatched. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that movie a bajillion times. Like I couldn't even tell you. I could probably like quote most of it. But um Ryan finally agreed to watching some period dramas with me. So we started with Emma mm-hmm. and then we moved on to Sense and Sensibility. And then we moved on to Pride and Prejudice. And now we're watching Victoria on mm-hmm. the PBS um show. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful because I've known this whole time because Period dramas are, like, it's just so true to its time. It's so fascinating. Even if you don't care for the romance aspect, just, like, the aesthetics and the historical things about it, like, can be fascinating. And I knew that my husband would like it, but he's been fighting me our entire marriage, and he wouldn't watch it. But now he loves it, and I got him to admit (laughs) that he loved it. So I think his favorite out of all of them and mine is, like... Sense Sensibility has it such a so star cool. Cast with Kate Winslet And M- Emma Thompson And Alan Rickman and Hugh Grant And just such a Great cast it's just incredible movie And it's I think it was 1995 Which is the year that I was mm-hmm.
0: born <laughs> yeah. It's a very old movie So, <laughs> it's so
1: old. old Stop it okay okay not <laughs> that old okay But um But I'm changing my mind Okay I'm adding on to it Marcella and jed and ryan and i we have regular we try to make it as regular as possible like a once a month situation movie night where we one of us picks a movie and we watch it on amazon prime and you can do a watch party which is a really cool feature if you didn't know you can watch a movie remotely with somebody else as long as they have a amazon prime subscription we watched a million miles away which my grandparents recommended to me a few weeks ago like they're always we're always exchanging what we're watching together whenever we have a phone call and they were telling me a ton of movies and this was one of them that they told me so i was watching a bunch of trailers because it was my turn to pick a movie this time and to sa- watch the trailer for this one and i was like oh like this looks fascinating and we watched it and i think all of us were in tears it was Incredible. It was really good. It was probably like one of the best movies that I've seen in a long time. It was so wholesome, so beautiful, and it was it's about um Jose Hernandez who is um who was a migrant farm worker who ended up flying with NASA, NASA and he was an astronaut. Amazing. Amazing. So the movie's really based off of a book and it's just about him and his dream and his family his wife who made so much just sh- like talk about like a virtuous woman yeah, like i don't know if we i don't know how religious they are or anything but she just so much strength so much sacrifice so much will like talk about like furthering her husband's mission like mm. just wow just and you see the reality like and i'm sure he fleshes it out maybe more in the book but like you see the hardship you see the hard things that she went through like as a wife you know and the hard days she had where she's like i never see you you know their kids need their dad you know you see all this sort of thing happening which is just really real and authentic but then you just see like her truly like like, I just thought she was one of the best characters in this yeah, film that we watched. Because she truly I was agree. so virtuous. And I just feel like, am I willing to do that if my husband has,
0: <laughs> yes. like, this,
1: That's you It's very
0: know? convicting. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it's like, this wasn't even a religious movie. And to me, I'm like, this was a Christian movie. It was, it was deeply religious to me. <laughs> because yeah. I'm seeing just, like, what a beautiful picture of a family. Especially, yes. like, the circumstances, like, coming from being mexican immigrants and starting and they keep like doing flashbacks it's just such a beautiful movie of like where where the family had come from from working Mm -hmm. in the fields to like he was able to prosper his entire family like not just Mm -hmm. him and his wife and his kids but his entire family, family yeah you know by like really like being having perseverance and endurance and it's just go watch it it's on Amazon Prime, a million miles away. You'll cry. And I want to talk about it because it's awesome.
0: <laughs> okay. So, for my watch favorite for this winter, um, I also changed mine like three times just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is Jed and I just watched Pilgr- Pilgrim's Progress for the first time. The one, um, the animated. Movie. It's so good. It makes me cry. I know. Literally, Jed and I. Well, I was crying. I'm pretty sure Jed was crying. I don't know if he told me if he was crying or not. I think he got he got emotional at one point when um Christian's burden is like taken off of his back oh. and it like, rolls into the grave. It's just so the wow. symbolism. It was so good. And like we were saying, like. Yeah, the graphics, oh, yeah, horrible. Like, the animation is just, like, it's so, it's bad quality. Like, very bad quality. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, you just, like, don't care, like, after a certain point. Because you're just so immersed and you're just, like, thinking back to, like, your own walk and, like, all these different things. And it just, like, makes you so grateful. Like, wow, the Lord chose to save me. And I can't believe that. Like, that is just, like, I have so much to be grateful for. And it just, like, really, it's just so good. And, like, also us from, like, just reading, like, we, I finished the book. We just finished it in our, Mm -hmm. in our, like, book club. And then having watched, like, the movie now, obviously it doesn't include, it's not as, like, fleshed out as it is, like, in the book. But um, still just, wow, it was so good. It's the one from 2019, I think it yeah. really came out in yeah. 2019. So it's not like, you know, it's a few years old now. And then the other thing is I rediscovered on YouTube the world, I'm pretty sure it's called The World of Peter Rabbit, which we used to watch when mm-hmm. we were so young. And it's essentially all of Beatrix Potter's um, stories. And the animation is done in um like in the style of her illustrations. And it's like so if you're looking for like a um low stimulating <laughs> show for your kids, this is a really good one. Um the world on. of Peter Rabbit and Friends. Yeah, the world of Peter Rabbit and friends, and I just like I was watching it with Seth and Eli, and it brought so many flashbacks. Because <laughs> at one point I was like, I could have sworn that there was a show. Like I'm pretty yes. sure there was a show about Peter Rabbit, and I was like, I'm just gonna see. And there's like a movie called Peter Rabbit. That's not it.
1: Very That's different. It. Yeah, it's
0: a it's super old animated um, series on YouTube, and it, like, starts with, like, a live action sequence of, like, Beatrix Potter, and, like, she, it's, like, each, I'm pretty sure it's, like, each episode. It's, like, a live action scene of her, um, getting, like, a letter from a child about, like, one of her stories or something, and then it, like, goes into, like, what the story is going to be in the animated side of it. It's just, it's, it's so good, and it's, like,
1: yeah really good wow I want to watch it now just for some nostalgia
0: (laughs) it's very comforting for me absolutely
1: yeah cool okay so a beauty slash self-care product that we loved this winter um I have been whipping my own tallow I've only done it twice and I really do need to get like a formal recipe situation, but I had a ton of tallow that I bought at Sprouts and I ran out. I have just been buying from like Etsy shops or like local shops. Um, But I had some tallow and I ran out and I was like, well, I can't get my hands on anything and I'm desperate because I have eczema, especially right now. Like even right now, I'm like, I'm really itchy right now. It's like the worst time of year for me where it's super dry and super cold. Ugh, and I just always get an eczema flare and it's usually just my hands and like my elbows and like my the upper part of my arm. But I do goat's milk soap. That helps a lot. And then the whipped tallow has also been helping. So I just throw some tallow, straight tallow into my KitchenAid and I whip it until it's a nice fluffy texture. And then this batch, I added jojoba oil in it and it's been great. And I love it. So super cheap so nice. moisturizer for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what about you? Really loved whipped tallow. Um. So I put the, um a shave bar. I finally graduated from shave gel to a shave bar. And I started, I'm starting with the kitsch shave bar on Amazon. Mm. It's K I T S C H or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's what the brand is. Um at first glance it's a little bit pricey. I think it was like 12-13 dollars or something like that for the shave bar. Um but wow, it is so nice, well worth it. It does not like a lot of soap bars for me, or even like quote unquote shave bars in the past have like really irritated my skin, like especially Mm. my underarms get really sensitive. Um and this one like it feels like a like skin conditioner which is like really really nice and then even when you rinse it off it still like has that smooth like f- like moisturized feel to it it's not like that kind of like rubbery sort of feel that you sometimes get like after yeah. using bar soaps um really lovely I don't get irritated with it. Um, Shaving is super easy. I use it, like, everywhere that I have to shave. Um, Yeah, it's really nice, and obviously it's, like, way more sustainable. Um, There's no, like, I don't remember if, I'm pretty sure, I don't remember if it came in plastic packaging. I feel like it didn't. I think it came in, like, a cardboard situation nice um so yeah it's it's really nice i really like that brand i'm probably going to try some other ones in the future but so far that one has been a hit wow i think i'm gonna have to try
1: no i haven't i know i was trying to look but then i like got out of it on accident so yeah i'm gonna have to i'll find the link for you guys for the patreon um okay so a child toddler infant product for the season so i chose this teething toy um that i gifted um our friends and then they ended up loving it so much that they ended up gifting it to our other friends which is awesome so it's a teething toy that you can put on their wrist on their hand Mm. It's like very interesting and it's like silicone it's kind of hard to explain. I'll put the link in the Patreon so you can see it. Um so it has like an anti choking dimension but if you if your baby d- does not have like the grabbing skill like fully uh-huh. like where they can like hold on to something for a long time and like yeah. you're trying to give them teething toys and it just like flies out and you're having to constantly get it you <laughs> can put this over their hand and over their wrist oh. and there's oh, yes. like a grip function and so they can, like, play with it. And, like, every part of it is, like, there's, like, different textures on it on and stuff. So it's a really cool teething toy. Um, and it's safe. And it's called, like, a never drop. So, like, once you put it on their, like, hand, like, they can't, like, throw it or drop it or anything. Cool. I might have
0: and- to get that.
1: Yeah, it's so cute, and, like, they come in different, you know, colors and shapes and stuff like that, and I'll put the link, and it's from the Hio Moon store, and it's a Never Drop silicone baby teether, so, yeah.
0: Hio Moon teething toy. Oh, interesting.
1: So, you see how it, like, you can, it has, like, that interesting shape, so you can, like, put their wrist through it, and they can put their fingers over the top of it.
0: That's cool. Okay, moving on. Oh, sorry, I still need to do my kid taller infant favorite pick. Okay, so we got these things for Eli's birthday called plus plus blocks. They're super cool. I'm pretty sure Gabby was playing with them more than the kids when they. Oh yeah, and then they would mess up my creations.
1: (laughs) Well, they would demand certain creations and then I would make it for them and then they would destroy them. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, this is
0: miserable. So, it's kind of hard. Wow, excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's It's, very late. It's uh, almost 1130 (laughs) um, at night over here and I still have to have my ice cream. You have to? I have to have my ice cream. Um... (laughs) Okay, plus plus blocks. It is really hard to explain the shape of these. It's like two plus signs put together, essentially. Yep, but it's that's like, pretty it's much it. A, it's a plus plus block. Um, but it's uh, three dimensional, and you can like um, put them together, like interlock them together to like make shapes and sculptures and like different things. Robot. I think they like, Yeah, they have like different (laughs) sheets of, like, things, like, ideas of, like, different plus-plus block creations that you can do. Um, They have a um, plus-plus block, like, the regular size. The ones that I got were the plus-plus block big. Plus-plus big. big. Plus-plus big, yes.
1: That's better and if you have a bunch of little littles <laughs> that you don't like want the them open, choking.
0: It's the op- yeah, it's the open play set. So they're probably like, I don't know, maybe a few inches long as opposed to like the regular size ones are like very, they're much smaller than that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's m- better for smaller hands to get the bigger pieces because they're just easier to handle. And like less likely to get lost or to be choked on and things. Like that. <laughs> I also like, like as
1: a, like a Lego alternative, because there's not like a mm-hmm. ton of like million different kinds of shapes and pieces. And
0: you know it's what just I mean? One colors. Shape. Yes. Shape. And there's different colors.
1: Yes. There's shape shape, different different colors. Color. So Ryan and I, we loved him so much. We got the regular ones for his niece and nephew. Um, and we got them the glow in the dark ones. And then we got one that comes with like a carrying case and a mat. They have so many options. They're so cute and they're they're very affordable and they're just, they're so much fun. They're fun for adults. They're fun for kids. They're fun for everyone.
0: Yeah. We got the plus plus big open play set. It's like a 100 piece basic color set. It looks like on Amazon right now, it's like 45 bucks or something. Well worth the money. It like keeps both of the kids entertained for a very very long time and they just yeah they both less both seth and eli love those okay
1: moving on. so i realize that both of us basically have the same meal oh i just for our I favorite meal
0: the same thing
1: so okay so yours is pot roast but mine is beef stew which is essentially the same essentially meal just a different cut <laughs> it's a different cut so in my, um, I get um, my meat delivered in bulk. If you want a link for that, you can head to my um, low waste homemaker. Um, I don't get any kickback for it. I just really want you to try it. <laughs> I I wish that I could be an affiliate with them, but they don't have an affiliate program. Not mm-hmm. yet at least. Um, So I get my meat um, shipped in bulk and it's regenerative meat. And one of the cuts that I get is beef stew, stew meat and I've been making the best stew, you guys, for the past few months. And it's just carrots, potatoes, the stew. I put some wine in there. I put some bone broth in there, some onions, garlic. So easy, so simple. And you're smiling because you probably put the same exact thing in your pot roast. (laughs) I'm literally dying. And then, yeah, so some seasonings. And I like to, if I'm really grape in, you know, we'll just have that by itself. But if I'm trying to elevate it, I'll put it on some basmati rice or I'll make some bread to go with it. Sourdough, rolls, biscuits, whatever. It's bomb. It's tried and true. (laughs) And it's a frugal meal because stew meat is like a
0: cheap cut.
1: You know, it's a lower... Yeah. Say it's like low quality cut, but it's bomb and it's juicy, especially if you put it in the crock pot all day.
0: I put yeah, it in yeah, the morning.
1: So let good. it let it cook all day. The other day, then I made it. It did overcook the potatoes and end up being like mashed potato stew. <laughs> <laughs> but that was okay. We ate it. It tastes good. It's butter and potatoes. Like, what are you gonna do? Okay, yeah. so yeah. So basically copy and paste that, but put pot roast in there and <laughs> Do you do anything different to yours?
0: <laughs> no, not really. Usually, like, a lot of recipes call for chuck roast, but I feel like rump roast is usually more affordable and tastes just as good. Um Yum. And I love the fattier pieces of steak. Like, give me um, those fat pieces. It's so yummy. But, yeah, I just essentially I just season it really well I usually, after I season it, I'll do, like, a little bit of flour packed on after I season it. And then I sear it. Get it really nice and brown on all the sides. And then I'll chuck it into the, get it? Chuck? Chuck roast? Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. That's embarrassing. Um, I'll chuck it into the crock pot. And then, yeah, broth. Get your carrots and potatoes in there. and switch it on and
1: then <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious marcella i'm glad that we have the same energy um but yeah usually okay for some reason every time i make a, a pot roast or a stew i always have like a half bottle of wine opened in my fridge that's been in there for a while wow. and i just chuck it just in there throw it in there yeah and it adds, a little adds more to the flavor. flavor. And I put, like, I'll make sure. I'm going to put my recipe on the Patreon. But, yeah, a whole stick of butter goes in there. Mm. Can't go wrong. The more fat, the better, in my opinion. Speaking yeah, of I fat, think. let's talk about dessert. <laughs> I've been making raw eggnog. And Yum. it is changing my life. And I'll put so the recipe. Good. You can find the recipe on Low Waste Homemaker. Um, you can also find it on the Patreon, because that's where I'm going to put it. Um, but essentially what it is, it's milk, cream, egg yolks, spices, vanilla, maple syrup, bomb.com. I've been putting it in our coffee. It's amazing. You are putting yourself at zero risk for salmonella. Okay, I promise you. If you have egg yolk, I promise you, like, people are so scared of raw eggs, like, I feel like Marcella, how much raw egg have we consumed in our life with cookie dough? Like, I just feel oh, like
0: wow. I, I get. We would get to the Toll House cookie tub. cookie dough tubs, tubs from Costco, yeah. and eat it out of the tub. Like sometimes we would not have enough to make a batch of cookies because we just ended up eating the whole yeah. tub.
1: I cannot, so, like, obviously, don't sue me if you get salmonella. Salmonella, but, but. Let me tell you this, okay? This is just my... That's like an uncooked flour. Yeah. My experience is I've gotten food poisoning from vegetables more than anything. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just... I've never been sick from raw milk or raw egg yolks. You shouldn't eat raw egg um, whites a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, at your own discretion, but you are at the least amount of risk for egg yolks. But anyway, so good in eggnog. Love it. Absolutely love it. What did you make for dessert?
0: Okay. So at our, what was it for? I guess it was like our pre new year's um, celebration that we had at Shannon's house. Um, she was making spiked peppermint hot chocolate and I wanted a good dessert to go with it. So I decided to make these biscotti and like most of us like don't do super well with like regular glue. And I try to make as much of like my baked goods sourdough if I can help it. So, um, Lisa Bass on farmhouse on Boone, Of course, again, Lisa comes through with the great recipes. She has this sourdough biscotti recipe that came out immaculate. It was, I can't, I can't even explain to you. The texture was right on. The taste was right. Like literally everything. It was so good. And then I dipped them in chocolate. Wow. It was so yummy. Wow. Um, She uses sourdough discard.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you have the option if you want to ferment them in the fridge over a certain period of time, you can. So you can kind of do it both ways, but she does, you. yeah, you can do either way. Um, so yeah, I fermented the dough for a little while um, with my starter and it was just like, Wow, it was so it was so yummy. That was a really good recipe. I'm for sure making those again. It's like a definitely a standout like dessert recipe
1: for wow. me. I'm yeah. gonna have to try that. And I that means I need to get almond extract because I don't have that.
0: I know I rarely have I have almond extract and I like rarely ever make make things that use it and I just now you have I don't something
1: know. to use it for. Okay. The thing that stinks about my drink recommendation or my favorite is that I'm worried that by the time this podcast episode goes out, it's going to be be off the shelves. So this is a seasonal drink from Trader Joe's, and it's the triple ginger brew. It is incredible, you guys. So the main ingredients are lemon, lime, spices, ginger, obviously, pineapple juice, honey, and there's some cane sugar. It is amazing. It is the best ginger beer I've ever had in my life. It is so good. I've been making mocktails with it i've been making cocktails with it i've been just drinking it straight out of the bottle (laughs) it is so good there was one day that i got it where i drank the whole bottle in one day just periodically throughout the day wow it is so good and i'm just a sucker for ginger it's so good for you it's anti-inflammatory and it had just like amazing ingredients like You know, the only thing that I wasn't super stoked about is how much cane sugar, but it was barely any. Most of the sweetness is coming from the juices and the honey. It is so bomb. What about you? Drink, drinkity.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure I say this like every other favorites episode that we do, but Jed's Homemade Coffee is still reign supreme as my favorite drinks. (gasps) I think my tablet's about to die. No. Okay, we have to hurry. Literally run for your life. Jed's Homemade Coffee, always the best. He just knows how to make it exactly how I like it. Okay, moving on, moving on.
1: Okay. Mother Culture or Homemaking Project. So, I had a flare-up and i had a procedure done immediately after the flare-up it was i was in bed for two days for two weeks in bed and then on the couch i did nothing else but watch call the midwife on netflix and work on an embroidery project i posted the embroidery project on low homemaker it's a mushroom house it's so cute marcella gave me a pack of several embroidery kits as my winter gift and it was amazing and it's so cute. And my hands hurt super bad after I finished it because it was, I was like, like speed embroidering. It it was, I was like rage embroidering. It was insane. Anyway, what about you?
0: Okay. I just recently got back into homemaking projects because my hands have been full with a newborn for the past few months up until (laughs) like, like just recently, like a month ago. Now I'm getting back into it. So I started this crochet beanie that I made for Jed. I've had the materials for it for over a year now. I was supposed to make it for him last Christmas. And I got so like wrapped up in my other projects that I totally forgot about it. So now (laughs) he's getting it as a 2024. um, It will probably end up being a Valentine's Day (laughs) gift beanie. (laughs) Nice. But, um, I'll, try to send, I'll try to send the pattern that I'm using. It's really, yes. it's a really simple pattern. And you can, the one, the one that I am using, you can adapt it for newborn, for toddler, I think, and then for like an adult size. So she has like different patterns for different um, sizes that you want, which is really cool.
1: Awesome. I'll make sure to link the embroidery kit as well. Um, Okay, last, random. I have been living with my heating blanket attached to me because my husband's going to kill me, but it's freezing in our house. And I swear (laughs) that our heater is blowing out cold air. And he, it's like our constant, like, bickering about, it's like, it's fake bickering. We're not actually bickering about, like, I'll always say, like, babe, it's blowing up cold air. Ha ha. And he's like, you're crazy. Ha ha So, Yeah. (laughs) especially in the morning when it's super cold, I'm living under mm-hmm. my heating blanket and you and I have the same exact heating blanket. So I don't know who got it first, you, me, or mom because we all have the same mom one. Mom did.
0: Mom did for sure. It's amazing.
1: It's amazing. I'm going to link it. It's amazing. I don't even know. I, I'm pretty I sure it out.
0: was mom, me, and then you got it last. Yeah. It's incredible. It is so, it is it's It's so
1: worth good. every penny. It's a little on the pricey side. It is, I'm telling you. It's so
0: lovely.
1: By the, like ask for as a gift for whatever make up a a reason to ask for as a gift it is so 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 soft and so good love it okay
0: okay that's also your favorite (laughs) my yeah that is also my random which is that heating blanket and then my extra extra one is this humidifier that i just bought which is like I, it has been a workhorse. I have been, like, <laughs> running this thing into the ground. It's this five-liter humidifier. It's, pre- it's pretty massive. Like, it's going to take up a bit of counter space. But I've been keeping it in the boys' room because Seth suffers from, like, sinus stuff, like, um, seasonal allergies. And, like, whenever he gets sick, it just, like, makes it ten times worse. So of course, during cold and flu season, you would think that like, oh well, you're like you live kind of in the south. It's like humid all the time. Yeah, kind of. But the problem is when you have central air, um, mm, it dries in the home it out, and you run you're running the heater because it's so cold. It's drying out all the air in the house. And then what Shannon, our our unofficial third person <laughs> in the podcast, <laughs> was telling me is that when you don't have humidity in the home. It the humidity is like weight in your home. It's holding down all of the particles, all mm-hmm. the pollen, mold, dust. It's holding all that down. So when you take that hu- take out the humidity, the stuff is kind of like free flying around and you're more likely to suffer from those things that are like floating around because there's no weight holding it down anymore. It's just is very interesting. And she's like looked way into this because of like, you know she's really into like looking into like recovering from mold and like all these different things. And so she was explaining that to me and I was like, wow, I think we need like a huge humidifier. I have like a little one, but it is just not cutting it. <laughs> it just wow. not cutting it anymore. We need
1: that link for sure. I need yeah. that link.
0: <laughs> so the one, yeah, the one that I got, it's really nice. It like has a huge tank. You can run it for like, I don't even know how long, like. 16 18 hours or something without without having to refill it that's awesome Um, and you're able to just do regular water or you can also put essential oils in it if you want to do like aromatherapy sort of a situation so that's been helping a lot like i within a couple of days noticed a difference with seth's breathing with his like being able to breathe through his nose. He wasn't sounding quite as congested. He wasn't like I was waking up with sore throats. He was waking up with sore throats because the mm-hmm. air is just so dry and um and plus we were like recovering from illness and like all these different things and so I noticed a difference for sure when we're not using it so yeah I will send that link too I am literally at two percent okay we're
1: gonna wrap it up guys thank you for joining us today for our winter favorites and we'll talk to you guys next time Bye. bye